Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Alafia Jim Hotep. You've got your Omega 7 live here. Omega 7, Zanu, and the tribe. And this is a segment of A Priestess Speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention because it has been come to our attention that a priestess needs to speak during times like these and when situations are not at its best for the first world people, the indigenous people of the nation. A priestess has to come forward to speak. And on this occasion, we will be doing libation. So stand to your feet for libation as we acknowledge our higher selves and pay homage to the hollowed out space that we have positioned before us. On account of our ancestors, they're the sum total of why we came. And without our ancestors to acknowledge and commune with, we'd be a damn fool. So it's important that we take time out to call on our ancestors and to allow our priestess to come in and to use her ashe to speak over the situation when the climate is ill-prepared in a people's community. As we stand today with our hands faced up as if we are in the position for receiving, I lift up my hands with a cup of water to pour libation to the ground first to hollow out that space, and I say libation. I lift up my hand to pour libations to the east, and I say libation. I lift my hand to pour libation to the west, libation. We pour libations to the north, and I say libation. Excuse me. And we know the African always look up when we pour libations to the south, and we say finally libation. Ladies and gentlemen, we are calling on our higher self. If you have loved ones who have made their transition, uh, who are still in the miry clay and that are on their way here, and to the unborn lovely ones who are not yet here, we call on those names of our ancestors. May I call on the name of Oludunamare, and I say Ashe. I call on Oromala, Ashe. I call on Ori, and I say Ashe. If I have any credit to give, then I give it to my head, Ori, for getting me here, and I say Ashe. I say Ashe to my mother spirit, Yamanye, Ashe. I say Ashe to my father spirit, Obatala, Ashe. And I say Ashe to my biological mother, Clara Jenkins, Ashe. And to my biological father, I say Ashe. I light a candle to my mother's spirit. <laughs> 
I light a candle to my father's spirit. If they are in the miry clay trying to get here, in the middle passage, I say open the ways, ancestors, and allow my family to come forward. And we join arms and lock arms as we begin to allow our better half to reposition himself in the circle of life. And I say, Ashe, 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 oh, Ashe, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, a priestess has been called forth to speak. In these times, it is necessary for you to hear from the voice of a priestess. As I go into the spirit and the spirit world, allow me to meditate on nothing but spirit as I call forth the spirit to speak today. And as we go into the spirit, allow the spirit to speak because there is Nothing but eternity for the spirit, but we know that material things are temporal, so we're calling on the spiritual things, which is eternal. And as we come today, we come asking God to bless every household, to magnify those who have been diminished, to uplift those who have been downtrodden, to begin to speak into the houses of those who have lost their hope and their way and began to speak to those black families who have been suppressed and who are fighting their way through the madness in the street. I speak to those family members who have been separated from those children. I speak to those children and, and speak a blessing over them. And at the same time, I say, Oh, Lord, my way, have your way today, have your way. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we all should be lifting up our eyes to what is happening in the forefront today. There's been a determinant to take our eyes off of what is really going on in our nation, which we should be concerned with, our first world people. But unfortunately, we've taken our eyes off the first world people who have been living in containers outside of Macy's or inside of the Macy's containers, and who are citizens, African-Americans of this continent, whose forefathers fought on the front line and in every war, every major war, and whose parents left their knapsacks on the fields of the cotton fields in Mississippi and Alabama alike. We are talking about a people who brought in the 14th and 15th Amendment and fought for the civil rights, but yet they're living outdoors outside of Macy's. Somebody tell me why. And why hasn't somebody reared up their heads to take offense to this, but yet we have a detour. Our eyes are being put on the children that are housed in the Walmart stores. They're being fed given three square meals, and they're being given a bedding, and they're being sheltered from the outside weather. They are not citizens. They broke the laws and came over the fences, not checking at the checking point, but came into our fair country, unannounced and illegally. But yet we are housing them and taking care of them. Now, is that a detour or what? Why hasn't anybody put the attention on the black seniors 
who have worked in this country, on the young children and the fathers who are being housed in the Macy department store. Why haven't those people been given a bed in some hotel and a voucher to cover them? Why are they being given the opportunity to stay at a Macy's store as if a Macy's store has running water and has food to provide for them? And why isn't anyone talking about it? Well, a priestess is now going to speak out. Something needs to be done to address that issue immediately. If CNN News has not caught the message on that report, they should now be reporting it. And priestess all over the nation, I want you to raise up and speak out. Because we are the healers of the nation, and our nation has become very sick and ill. They are sick almost to death with palsy, and we must bring the medicine. As our priestess always do, we assess the situation, and we bring the medicine for those that are sick with palsy. Now, this has been going on for some time now. African Americans living out of barricades in the Macy's store, in the container quarantines. Now, how long has this been going on? I don't know. But the real question is, are we as African Americans being compared with refugees, being put in the same categories? If that is the case, then we better stop it. We are no way near refugees, and we certainly haven't fallen lower than a refugee. We are citizens of this United States. And we built this city. We have to remind you, Caucasians, that we did build this city. We built the highways and the byways and the railroads, and we worked on Sleepy Park Hollow. Yes, we are recipients of a legacy of our ancestors who fought for you in every war. I don't think we had any refugee to come and fight in our wars for us, except for the Haitians. But look what was done to the Haitian men and women who were locked away. No one talks about Bill Clinton's decision to keep them locked away and given minimum assistance. And so many of them transpired and made their transition because they were not cared for. Yes, they were refugees who were hidden away, and nobody talked about the topic of what are we going to do about the Haitians. And Bill Clinton was there to talk about it. Now, I know Hillary had to know something about that situation. But we are now here at the 1300 hours, and we're watching our people being placed in quarantine areas instead of housing where they could live in single-family apartments or housing or some of these houses that we have in foreclosures can be unlocked to let them back in there. Now, when is enough going to be enough? How much must we see before somebody decides that we have to take this issue to task? Yes, I know you said that we are outside of the law. 
but we must challenge the black codes and the black laws and inquire about the rights as a citizen. Do we or do we not have the rights as a citizen in this land as African Americans? You have gone as far as to lie to us about the transatlantic slave movement when, in fact, we know we were the first world people and we were not a part of the moving of the cargo because we were the builders of the world here in the United States of America. And we know that when you put up When you put up the Statue of Liberty, it was supposed to ring a bell for us African-Americans, not just immigrants who came across the water, to give them our share of the loot, to give them our share and benefits was wrong. And someone is going to have to acknowledge that, that nowhere should our funds be given out to refugees who did not pay their homage and their time here in this United States. But yet black folks are still suffering. Why? Somebody tell me why. Why are we still suffering at the 1300 hour? And somebody's trying to decipher whether or not our names were listed on the cargo for the slaves that were supposedly transported out of here. Where the slaves that was transported out of here did not come from Africa. They may have been transported over to Africa and over to Europe, but they did not come from Africa. I repeat, those particular Africans were born and raised here, indigenous of this continent, and Asiatic indigenous, making us the indigenous first world people of this world. Is this the way you treat your first world people? We are the copper tone Indians, the black ones, remember? Not the European Indians and not the Indians that were uh, crossbred from the Asians. We are the American first Indians. And we know that Christopher Columbus landed on Plymouth Rock. He came here to find American Indians. He did not discover this continent. Now, let's get it right and don't get it twisted. The cat is out the hat, and in the school buildings, the children are now learning the correct history of our people. We're first world people, and we're not going to subject ourselves to be treated like low-class basement people. We're Gentile people, and meaning that we're Gentile people, we taught those that was over in the ice glaciers who were coming out of the Caucasus Mountains, walking on all four. We taught them how to be civilized and how to stand upright. Doesn't that count for something? Have you not forgotten our history? It's very indicative that the universe will line up with us and the universe will pardon the ignorance if we can just come to grips with our error, beg the apologies, and get in right standing again, then maybe the universal laws that have been written will not come against us. The nature in all of her elegance will begin 
to allow us to be pardoned, if we can just confess our sins, then maybe Mother Nature will pass on by. But as it stands now, there's a number of African Americans all over this continent who have reached the boiling point and who are very just distraught about what they're finding out about human rights for African Americans. Where are the human rights? And where is the justice that was promised and due us? You cannot take a group of people and put them in with immigrants. I say we are non-immigrants. You get that? Non-immigrants. Our family members paid a pretty good price for us to be non-immigrants. We didn't come over on ships. We were here. Our heads rested on this climate and this soil. We had no business running to the Africans, asking them to accept us and to allow us to have a piece of that land. We're going to get our land right here. Now, I see you gave in the Seminole Indians large sums of money. Was it to shut them up, or did they deserve that over us? They've gotten their share of the casino money. And I see that many other tribes you have sat down at the table with. Must we have a nation in order for you to sit down with us and to make things right? It's been a while now since we talked about what we're going to do about our share as reparations. You should already have figured it out in a minute. Our very children are going to confront you to ask you, where are the dibs? Where are the ducats? And they're going to ask you, must you try to kill this people called African American too? Will you sweep us under the rugs and push us out and put up walls against us when we have nursed your children, we have built your country, we have educated you, we have created colleges for you to go to Timbuktu? Well, if we have to go all the way to Timbuktu to bring it to your attention about Alexander the Great who came and rambumped our libraries, the libraries still have not been corrected as to who are the first world people, but we know who we are, and we are not waiting for you to endorse us. We know we're the first world people. And it's time for you to stop treating every black woman like a welfare queen and realize we have some Gentile people who are intelligent enough to work for their living. And you must give us the land because it's our legacy. Did you hear me? Our legacy. You must give it back to us because the ancient one is upset about it. Because the mother nature wants to go to bat for us. Mother nature is all up in arms and wants to bring the rain and the wind. And Oye, I forgot about Oye. Oye wants to pour the river out of the rain and the and the lakes and the streams. But Oye won't be able to be contained in a minute unless you look at this thing with a jaundiced eye and say, how could we have done such a thing? Lord, forgive us. Oh, Lord, please 
Forgive us. We knew not what we were doing. Please, Lord, change our hearts, Lord. Change us and make us pure as white and stand before the altar. Oh, change us, Lord. I can hear you singing the song, Change Me Now, Lord. Change me now. Change me now. Never let my heart grow cold. Change me somehow. Oh, Lord, would you purify my empty soul? Lord, look inside my heart and tell me what you see. If there be any wicked way, Lord, take it away. Take it away from me. I need you now, Lord, to change me now. Change me now. Never let my heart grow cold. Change me somehow, Lord. Would you purify my empty soul? Oh, take a look inside my heart. Then tell me what it is you see. If there be any wicked way, Lord, take it away, take it away from me. I need you now, Lord, to change me now. That's what should be sung off of your lips and asking God to pardon you from this devastating thing that you're attempting to do to the African-Americans. Well, we're well awake. We were anesthetized at one time, but we're well awake and we know what's upon us. And as a priestess speaks from the bottom of her heart, she knows what is attempted or that's in the making. But whatever you have created to do, I want you to know that it's already been turned around. Turned around because the priestess and priests are on top of this thing now. And we're speaking out against these ills, and we are going down on our knees, and we are calling forth the elements to be. We're calling for us, O Batala, Shango, Alegba, Ishun. And we're calling them to position themselves like the watchmen on the wall. This wrong that has been done must be turned around quickly and immediately. We will not wait for a change to come. A change has to come now. I was born by the river in a little old shack. And just like the river, I've been running ever since. It's been a long Long time coming, but I do know, oh, oh, a change is going to come. It's been so hard living, but I just can't die. Oh, I'll go on living a spell. It's been a long time, a long time coming, but I know, a change gonna come when I go downtown and go to the movies. I said, Brother, brother, will you help me, please? Then he winds up 
knocking me back down on my knees. Whoa, it's been a long time coming, but I do know, I know that a change is gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, a change is going to come. So we might as well position ourselves for the change. We will not go down on our knees again until we speak to the heads of your officials about the conduct of a nation of people that know that they can do better than what they're doing. How is it that you cannot control the refugees that are coming in? Are you opening the doors for them? How is it that you cannot place these children in the proper places? And yet we're putting all the tension and crying for these children when our very citizens here in the United States are being locked in crates for the night. Yes, we put up the Statue of Liberty for the refugees and immigrants to come in, but not to come and take the bread out of the mouths of the children of the first world people. We will not allow that. We are not going to allow that. As we put the Statue of Liberty there with the chains on her feet to remind you that your own citizens are still standing in bondage are still standing in bondage. In New York City, there stands a lady proud and tall above all else. And all who sees her knows just what she stands for. She stands for liberty for you and me. And I am proud to be called an American, to be named by the home and the free. I will honor my flag, but I'm going to trust in God. Oh, as my statue of liberty. Oh, as my statue of liberty. The Statue of Liberty stands for us as African Americans. We were the ones that came over with chains on our feet. And that should never be forgotten. And change is on its way. It's on its way. And every American citizen that know about the struggle of the homeless people who have been put out of their home and who are yet crowding the subways and undergirding the bridges and now who are living in Macy's stores. Why aren't you in uprage? Most of our entertainers who are well-to-do should be in uproar about what is currently going on. 
and something should be said about it. And we must come to a conclusion that we will practice human rights amongst our citizens of the world here in the United States. Before we can hand over to any group of people our position and allow them to rule over us, there will be war on the streets first because we will not allow this suppression again. There will be gnashing of teeth and anger and calls into every political senator's office to ask them, what are your plans for your citizens? What are your plans to get those people out of Macy's store? What are your plans to give them a home and to give them a bed to sleep on? What are your plans to put reparation back in their hands and allow them to stand on their own two feet? What are your plans? There's a lot of people angry today because we've been fed a bunch of lies about our history and told that we need to go to Africa to recoup our benefits, when in fact we never came from Africa. We were here on this island and this United States. And James and Plymouth Rock landed on us. We were here already, minding our own business as the Moors. And then you want to turn the tides and tell a lie and say you got us from overseas and that we were packed in the ships and you brought us here. That's a lie. And it comes from the pit of hell. And it needs to be cleaned up. And most of our people are now going to stand up and demand that you clear that lie up. The trans-American slave trade did not begin with us leaving this uh, United States of America getting shipped out because that didn't happen and you know it didn't happen. And somebody better speak up pretty soon. And that's all I have to say on the subject. And the priestess has spoken. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.